Hello, everyone. Welcome to Kim Unity Solutions Podcast. I am so glad you are able to join me today. Today, I will be talking about triggers. This is not that. What do I mean by this is not that? Sometimes you can find yourself reacting to something based off of a previous experience. But this experience is not that experience. It's very important for us to realize that. And it can happen in various amount of ways. So when I look up the definition of triggers, it says a trigger is an an event or situation that causes someone to do something. Especially something from being seen, read, or heard. And I would like to add to that felt because there's triggers that I have that I know, okay, this is not that. Distress typically as a result of arousing feelings or memories associated with a particular traumatic experience. So I'm not sure if you can think back to one. Maybe there's a certain smell that reminds you of somewhere you were at a time that something very traumatic happened or a sound. Um, I remember taking, we, we went on a family trip to a, the Ranger Stadium. It was the 4th of July. We were having a great time. It was almost time to leave. Every 4th of July, they have fireworks going. And so this particular day or evening, should I say, they were doing the finale and the sparks were coming down and a spark hit my daughter's eye, right? And so we went and um, the paramedics were there. And so they checked her out and she was okay. Thank God she was okay. But ever since then, and mind you, she may have been nine or 10 at the time. And so ever since then, it's been years after. And every 4th of July, I know the sound of the fireworks triggers her because she remembers having that heat, that firework that landed in her eye. And as a mother, as a parent, I was just so scared for her. Right. But thank God everything worked out. So that was a very traumatic experience that was triggering. So when she hears fireworks years after, this is not that. Yes, it's the same sound, but it's not that same situation. Is there something? that you've caught yourself feeling the same thing that you felt before, but it was a different situation. It can happen in a variety of different ways. It can be holidays or specific dates or times or loud voices. It could be arguments. I could imagine if you were in a household that where there was domestic violence, a certain sound or a glass breaking might trigger you to a moment that happened in the past. I can remember a time recently that triggered me into a moment in time. I can think back to my college days. I went and bought me a red car, right? It was a Camaro. It was sitting on the lot. It was the freshest car out there. It was like an 84 Camaro. Okay, but it had the T-tops, it had the deep dish rims, it was low profile, it was clean. I loved it, but we all know that the shiniest thing on the lot is not the best car on the lot, right? But I ended up buying it, and I'm so thankful for a friend of mine who I believe co-signed it for me, Pam. So shout out to you, Pam. But I bought this car, and it was really a blessing. It didn't really give me 
a whole lot of problems, right? It never did just break down on me just for no reason. Now, after a few months of riding it though, what would happen would be I'm driving the car, right? And of course, once you get the car, you got to dress it up. So I went and got the, the Pioneer speakers, the stereo system. I got the, you know, the, the 20 disc uh, CD changer in it. Um, I had the red windshield wipers going, you know, I had to put the, all the aesthetics on and I got the steering wheel going. So it was clean. But what would happen to me is that as I would drive the car and slow down, the car would stall, it would shake and it would stop, right? And this would happen all the time. Whenever I was slowing down, whether it was like in a turn or at a light, at a signal, at a stop sign. And so what I had to do was learn how to balance it, right? I'm trying to think, okay, how can I make this car think that it's still going? As I was braking, I would push on the gas, right? So trying to make sure that the car wouldn't cut off, right? Now, when I was driving it, I was staying in the dorm. Drive around the dorm, you had to go up a hill, turn around and come down. So it was basically like a circle. But every time I would get in this curve, the car would shake and turn off on me. So in the curve, I had to crank it back and then balance it and keep going. And it was just so embarrassing. Of course, it was embarrassing. I didn't have the kind of funds I could go and get it fixed, let alone find out what it was. I'm trying to make it work. But I had been driving it so long that I remember the feeling of it cutting off. I remember getting to the light and it jerking and shutting down. I remember that. And not only was it just embarrassing, but it was scary. It was like, okay, what happens if it doesn't turn back on? You know? And of course, you got cars behind you and everything like that. Thankfully, the car did turn back on, but that became a trigger for me. So now here we are in the 21st century, okay? And cars do that automatically. They have the auto shutoff to save energy, to save gas. It turns off automatically when you stop. Being in a different car, I can hear when another car is shutting off and it brings back those same memories. Even though I'm not physically in the car, I automatically turn around like, oh, their car just shut off. I'm triggered. I ended up taking my car to the shop not long ago and they gave me a loaner. And it was a much better you know, SUV than, than what I have. And it had all the bells and whistles. And of course, that was one of the features. So every time I got in it and stopped at a signal light, it would do that shake and cut off. And every single time I was triggered back to my college days in this 84 Camaro. And it was just a totally unpleasant ride for me. And for some reason, I will forget about it. Like after I'm triggered, I'm driving for like 10, 15 more minutes. And it cuts off again as if it didn't happen 10 minutes ago. I had the same reaction, the same response, the same feeling, the same gut-turning emotion. And this is just a car. Imagine all of the more horrific experiences people are facing. Can you think back? 
it's something that triggers you. And I don't really want you to think back, but if it's happened to you recently, then you know. You know. So my question to you is, what triggers you in the workplace? What is it that you hear or that you see that reminds you of a horrible experience that, that you encountered in the workplace? I have several, and I just want us all to be mindful of what we say and how we act. And of course, we'll never know, we'll never know their traumatic experience. We won't know unless they tell us. Not everyone has had bad experiences in the workplace. I have a lot of friends who are managers and you know they have parties at their house and their staff love them. They enjoy them. They, they always confess that they are the best managers they ever had. You know, I have friends who are at the staff level and they love their managers because they're actually leaders. But not all of us has always had that experience. Some of us have had traumatic, problematic experiences, which is the reason for this podcast. This podcast is here to improve the corporate culture. Because this is not that. The purpose of this podcast is for my children to not ever have to experience that. So what triggers you in the workplace? Is there a term? Is there a phrase? Is there a person? Is there a, a, an event that triggers you, that takes you back to something that you experienced a while ago? There's several phrases that irritate me. That's traumatic based on past experiences. So when I hear high level, it always takes me back to this manager that I had. And she would always say high level, but she wasn't high level. Like she was barely basic, barely basic. And I'm not throwing any type of shade. What I'm saying is that we will all have positions where we have to grow into. That's the part of ele elevation. That's the part of grace. That's the part of promotion. A lot of, a lot of responsibilities we'll be taking on. We have not experienced it. We're not experienced in it. We have not mastered it. So there will be room and space for growth that's needed. But there's a difference in knowing that you need to learn it and understand it versus trying to fake and act like you already know it and try to present yourself as such. And so I will get called into this office and when this person, when this manager was around all the other managers and they're asking me um, questions about my responsibilities and she would say, but on a high level, but on a high level. And so when I give it to the high level, then I always have to break it back down. This would happen every time. It was like, you're barely basic. Why do you always have to keep saying high level? And that's the thing. These managers are more concerned about their titles than their knowledge, their decision-making, their leadership skills. So that's one of my triggers. I'm trying to think. Another trigger in the workplace is saying in the field. There are certain terms that we just need to get rid of. This podcast, Community Solutions, is about improving corporate culture. And so with that, we're, we're sharing 
real experiences through mindful conversations that leads to practical and unifying solutions. One of the things we need to change is the terms used, like chain of command. These words and terms may not bother you like it does me. They're just not as significant to me, maybe as they should be or as others revere them as. Let's say chain of command. Where did, where did that come from? You know what? The next episode, I'm going to make sure I have the answer for that. I just don't like it. But if I know based on pre prior experience that me going to the sudden person, let's call her Sarah. If every time I go to Sarah and she never resolves my problem or she says, hold on, let me go ask Mike. And every time I ask Sarah, she asks Mike and she comes back and she says, no, or that's not going to work or that's not or is that that whole triangle or that whole L always comes back as an L. Why would I keep coming to you? Especially if it's affecting my evaluation or my performance reviews. If I know that every single time, regardless of what it is, if I ask you and then it's a problem or it can't, or you're asking somebody, that means this person is telling you no, come back and tell me no. And if it's something that I feel is wrong and that I'm trying to point out, why would I come back to you for the, the next thing. If I've tried it 25 times, why would I come back and do the same thing over and over again? That's the, the 26th time. Isn't that considered insanity? No, I'm going to go to who can actually think logically and use critical thinking skills that can then make a decision. I don't mind the no, but at least put some thought into it. If I ask why or can you give me details and you can't do that, it shouldn't be based on who's bringing you the issue, right? So I will go to the CEO. I will go to whoever says, hey, I have an open door policy. And if you ever have any issues, my door is open, I'm available, I will make myself available, email my secretary, send me an email, send me an invite, and I'll be sure to pitch you in. Why not take advantage of that? Why not use that opportunity? I am a problem solver. That is what solutions are all about. So anyway, let's get back to <laughs> triggers. But that, that's definitely one of them, is following the so-called chain of command. Sometimes somebody's going to have to get skipped. If you want real solutions, you can't always follow the, the norm, regardless of whoever's feelings gets hurt in the process. You can't always follow the norm or you will never have change. There will never be change. So remember that. If I was to ask somebody else, and I've, and I've heard this before, they would say, oh, I can't stand when they say, can you come to my office? Can I see you in my office? It's a trigger. It takes them back to another experience. And while this may not be that, they could be asking you now, hey, Stephanie's going to be out of work. Do you mind covering her responsibilities? Or you've done exceptionally well on this project. It's not to lay you off like the last job. So what happens is with these triggers, we'll go into this office 
with this attitude and will we'll come off with this anger and anxiety and frustration when really this is not that. Me getting in that car and it shutting off, this is not that. We have to be mindful of our reactions because this person that just went into this office, now this manager is kind of leery, questioning like, okay, why? Why do you have this posture against me? Because they have no idea what you've been through. So when I say Kim is karma, intuition, mindfulness, I mean that these are the three elements of a solution, of a real solution, solution with you in mind. This is how we improve our corporate culture that permeates throughout the world. Treating people how we want to be treated, using our intuition. Let's not be dumb to the fact that not everybody has our best interest at heart. That's what the, the I stands for. And then mindfulness. Having empathy, understanding. Leaving rooms for open lines of communication. Extending grace. As I've been explaining to you my triggers and triggers that I've heard of and how it's impacted me, how I felt, how my daughter felt with the fireworks. I'm hoping that you're thinking back to situations where you've been triggered, where you've been impacted. The only way that we can get through it, number one, is to realize it, to identify it. Because I had that car for over a week and every single day, at every single light and stop sign, I still was shook. I'm still triggered. But every time I said, okay, this is not that. This is an upgrade. This is not that. And so I really want you all to do the same. When you're in that situation, just realize, okay, once you identify it and say, okay, this, this, was, this isn't that. And it may happen after the fact. You may need to go back and apologize and say, I am so sorry when you called me in the office. I was triggered from a past experience or I, I, was, I didn't know what to expect and it took me back to somewhere or whoever, your friend. Hopefully, I'm hoping that they will extend grace and you can ask for forgiveness and we can get some understanding. The last conversation that I had with a friend of mine that I went to college with was, she had just moved out. Um, she had just moved out of state. She had came to where I was and she got her own place and she had kids and she started talking to somebody and she was going to go out with them. And out of love, out of concern, I said, hey, you should take a picture of him or his car or something and send it to me. So in case something happens, I know, you know, I can call your mom. I can. I'll know something, but you're out here, you're out of state, you have these kids. This is just a straight stranger. And her response was, Ooh, girl, I don't get down like that. Oh, you tripping, I don't get down like that. And so that showed me several things. Now that I'm, I'm thinking about it and, and me bringing it up, it's like, oh, that must have been a trigger for something else. 
But at the time, I'm thinking, oh, you don't value our relationship like I do. If she truly valued our relationship like how I valued her, that would have never been a topic. That would have never been her response. That came from somewhere deep. I say all of this to say that many of us have triggers. I don't want to say all of us. I don't want to put that on anybody, but many of us have triggers. I grew up in LA. And even as a child, when I heard gunshots, when you're in the house and you hear gunshots, you're supposed to drop to the floor. Years later, when I hear something, I automatically just like, whoa. It's embarrassing, but it's trauma, it's PTSD. Because that's something that you're raised in, it's something that continuously happens. So that's your first instinct. That's your first instinct. Something is setting off your response. And that is the trigger that we need to identify, that we need to remain calm. And then we basically have to talk ourselves out of it. I'm not a psychologist or sociologist or any of that. Again, SME, Kim the SME. I'm only speaking from my experience, SME, speaking from my experience. And I'm just giving you something that I'm hoping that can resonate with you, that we have something in common, that we are all going through something in this life, and how to better get along with people in our proximity in our work relationships, in our home life, church life. We all have work to do. This whole podcast is all about reminding us that we all have work to do. We all have common goals. And this is a part of the process, is identifying it, discussing it, and finding practical and unifying solutions. Solutions with you in mind. Solutions with all of us in mind. I'm hoping you have enjoyed this talk today. I am hoping that you have identified some things that have triggered you and thought back to why they were a trigger, why you were impacted, why you felt the way you felt. We have It's time to dig deep into this. It's time to dig deep into this. This is not that. Many of you with this great resignation era that they say we're in, you're leaving one job and going to another. Make sure you're not taking all those traumatic experiences to the other job. Make sure that there's time in between. Because you're going to be taking your same reactions and your same anger and angst and you're going to be taking it on to the next level, the next journey. This is baggage. So when the next manager says, hey, can I talk to you for a second? Or, hey, what are you doing? 
looking like, what am I doing? You know, this manager may not be micromanaging you, but your, your response has now thrown them off. Now they, they are beginning to form a perception of you based off of your response. And this is how we start experiencing the same things over and over again. Because our reactions are not based off of now, it's based off of then. So think about that on your next journey. Think about that as you go throughout life. Thank you all for joining. Thank you all for tuning in. I am Kim the SME. As always, I am only speaking from my experience. Welcome again to the Kim Unity Solutions Podcast. Be blessed.